Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Yeah, you're back now and you're going to cause trouble. I can tell it. <laughs> Greetings. Welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Very, very, very glad to be back in the catbird seat and so stupendously happily glad to see you back on the radio. Thank you so much for joining us. My nemesis. And, I, I uh, like it better over there when I could cut you off and shut people down. It's amazing. One of our callers said to me, "You, I put somebody on hold to make a point, as you do all the time, and I got castigated for it. You're mm. cutting me off. Right. Well, that was, was that Joseph? No, that was uh, Chris. Oh, okay. Wow, yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, we do do that. And we have a lot of complaints in the newsroom sent directly to the newsroom saying, why don't you just have Steve all the time? Get rid of Mark once and for oh, all. Oh, do they? Right. And, and I thought, well, you know, I forward him to the front office. Maybe we, you never know. Well, so. probably half of them are also saying, get rid of me. And <laughs> No, we didn't get any Joe complaints. Just about me oh, coming yeah, one, back. One, 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 one writer suggested I was off my meds. <laughs> That's not very nice. Well, you got 16 pending emails and yeah, no text. We, we were very busy yesterday. That's kind of a, a rare uh, balance of, or imbalance, I guess, in messaging. So, all right. Well, Mark Lawrence here. Very glad to be uh, back. I uh, got to celebrate my lovely bride's uh, latest birthday, and so that was very enjoyable. Took some good road trips. and May I say she certainly robbed the grave when she got you. <laughs> she looks so much, much younger. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yes, somebody... <laughs> Somebody actually said, is this your father when we were I, ch- I can chit-chatting or something? I'm like, oh, my gosh. How nice we, of you to bring um, your father here. Uh, yes, that's right. You bring him out. Is, is he able to sit up and take nourishment? You know, that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I, felt, I, felt I think bad. you need to dye your hair. <laughs> well, I was thinking about doing that. If I get rid of the beard, just dye the goatee dark and dye my hair dark, I think that would go a long way. Yeah. All right, we got one person who wants to shut me up already. Call one at Do What They Did. Call 1-800-795-9565. On the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarket.com. Got to enjoy the president's remarks last night. Oh, you enjoyed them, did you? Well, I mean, figuratively speaking. And uh, The whole speech can be summed up in three words. Spend free tax. That's all you hear. It's the same thing you hear from spend money. Give spend stuff money. Away. Everything's for free, and we're going to tax the rich. Yeah, Joe Biden. You know did. what he didn't mention? He mentioned the six trillion dollars that he six trillion dollars. There won't be money left to do anything for the next fifty years. What six trillion? His whole plan that he laid out last night. Oh, all night. the different plans right. rolled into six one. Six trillion dollars. Well, in addition to the six trillion that we've done just to recover from the pandemic. So yeah, I don't know something. No, happened. one point nine trillion from that. Well. Well, no, no, but then 
than the previous two. Oh, the previous two, right. The, the t- previous two biggies, although they keep saying that there are actually about four or five of them. So if you'd like to contact us about President Biden's remarks last night, give us a buzz, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at on the com, and you can call us toll-free, 1-800-795-9565. You know what he didn't mention? And all of his spending and how he's going to mm-hmm. pay for it, he mm-hmm. never mentioned exactly how much money he's going to raise by taxing the rich. I guarantee you it isn't going to be $6 trillion. And did you see a comprehensive, systematic method of dealing with the catastrophe at the southern border? No, he didn't what? even mention the, did. the, the crisis I'll, at the southern border. I thought maybe I just dozed off for a minute. He didn't mention, yeah, he didn't mention the crisis. He mentioned immigration in general, but right. not the crisis. Isn't that funny? I thought, you know, that's the one thing that you can truly own. That's a dilemma that you created that you can fix, right. but he didn't even mention it. And then one of I would just watched the MSNBC people last night. It was awful. I thought Tim, Senator Tim Scott, uh, Tim, yeah, Tim, Tim Scott, Scott you got did it. a wonderful job. So you got me confused with the other Tim. Uh, he did a wonderful job. He, he talked about his uh, his background, how his mother uh, instilled education in him, how his grandfather. It was a very moving story that his grandfather never learned how to read, but he would sit at night and look at the newspaper to try and be a good role model for Tim, for Senator Scott. Mm-hmm. You know, and so he talked about the fact that he doesn't believe America is a racist country, and so immediately the left is calling him Uncle Tim. Okay, Tim Scott last night. Real racists the are the liberals. Republican from South Carolina. Hear yes. me clearly. America is not a racist country. It's backwards to fight discrimination with different types of discrimination. So that was, uh, yeah, Tim Scott last night. Well, and I think he he had a point, and not just on this, but afterward he participated in one of the panel discussions on the TV and uh, talked about the fact that uh, the U.S. isn't a racist country, nor is there systematic racism, but there are racists within the system and there's racists within the country. And uh, I think you can make that argument. I certainly think that the individuals who are racist continue to have a significant impact, but uh, uh, I think... I think you can make that case. I think that's arguable. We need to root them out. We need to find them, correct them, or, you know, replace them in those positions. As I've said many times on this show, you give, give a good man a bad system, he'll improve it. You give a bad man a good system, and he'll tear it down. Talking about President Joe Biden's remarks last evening. Tax, spend, free. Free, but not in that order. Now you're switching the order. All right, we've got one call coming in and another one ready. Stan, you're on the mark. Thank you so much for waiting. Good morning. Uh, You were talking about bad men and good law and good country. Yeah, well, we got one at the top right now. Uh, Anyways, uh, he was talking about the Second Amendment about... No amendment to the Constitution is absolute, was his words. Somewhere to that effect. Am I correct? Did you hear that? That sounds right. Yep, yes. yep, absolutely. Okay, because you can't yell fire in a crowded theater. Actually, in a crowded theater, if there's a fire, you better be yelling fire to get people out. Okay? But there are laws against it just because doing it just because you can, because it will create panic and, you know, stampedes and all that. But if there's a fire, you better be yelling fire. Okay, the same thing goes for any type of firearm or anything else. It's perfectly legal to own just about any kind of firearm you want. Now, if you take that firearm and you use it to commit crimes with, well, there are laws against that, just like there are laws against yelling fire in a crowded theater when there is no fire. See how that works? 
But he says no amendment is absolute. Well, we could go down the list of amendments if we want. How about the, what is it, the 12th, 13th Amendment about slavery? What if somebody decides, well, that's not absolute. We can have slaves if we want them. You know, it's not absolute. What if the, what, what if the president said that? Would that be right? Well, there's a constitutional amendment that prohibits slavery. Ah, but oh, well, no amendment it. to the Constitution is absolute. That's what he said, Correct. yes. That means we can abridge the First Amendment. We can abridge all of them, 14th. Well, nothing is in the Constitution is absolute. Everything can be amended by amendment if ah, you wanted to hold nation. That is the difference, Mark. That's the difference. If you want to change a law or change the Constitution, there is a, there is a procedure for it. It is called the amendment process. But to just take it and say, no, today we're not going to worry about any of these amendments. They, we, we don't think they're right and we, they're not useful, so we're just going to do away with them. And if you follow anything in those amendments, you're violating the law. I don't know what law you'd be violating. Violating, but he'd be violating the law. <laughs> Joe Biden's law of uh, unfortunate circumstances, I think. Well, I think yeah. primarily he's trying to get some, you know, to set the stage for more confrontations and more arguing about gun laws. But as you, as I have tried to assure you in the past, I wouldn't be too worried about it because there's no way that the Senate's going to go for any of these changes in gun laws. And Americans don't actually want changes in gun laws. They really? say they do. No, they don't. No. It, it's it seems like a good idea. Would you like universal background checks? Well, sure. What what could that <laughs> harm? But when it comes to actually doing it, people say no, 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 no. This is you're going too far. You're going to take away my rights. No, I'm I won't not saying be able that. To get I, my, I don't no, think I'm, you're taking away anybody's rights by having universal background checks. The nation as a whole, checks. not you in particular. <laughs> okay, you're, you're you're out of the gun <laughs> argument. You're not permitted to persist because I don't own one. But <laughs> because you don't get them, so I do get them. I, I support the Second Amendment, but on the other hand, I don't think uh, you you can't look at all these killings these mass murders that are going on, people killing themselves, killing someone else, and taking their own life or shooting the cops. You can't look at that and not agree with President Biden that it is a, a, a social illness in this country. It's one that needs to be addressed. Now, I don't know whether we address it through um, red flag laws, whether we address it through gun control of some form, but, you know, we can't just allow people ongoing to just keep killing folks with guns. Actually, or anything else uh, for that matter. We can and we will. We can and we will. It's, go ahead, Stan. It's already illegal. You can't go <laughs> yeah. anywhere and shoot somebody just because you want to. What? It's illegal. It is How many not. laws do we need to put on the book to say that it's illegal? But we make it difficult for people. It's illegal to rob a bank, but banks still have security. They have cameras. They have guards. I mean, we, we take put safeguards and precautions in place to make sure that the laws we've enacted actually work. That's not abridging anybody's rights. That's just doing what you on, on the gun argument always say, enforce the laws we've got. Okay, well, that's what yeah. we do. No, they don't. Oh, well, that didn't work. No, 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 they don't. You know, like I said in the past, they catch they catch a drug dealer in the area, they'll lay out all the stuff, the money, the drugs, and the guns if they have guns and knives, and then they'll charge them whatever they charge them. And nine times out of ten, any of the weapons charges, that they, when they get the plea deal because they don't want to take it to the trial, the weapons charges are the first thing to go. 
Okay. So we're not enforcing the laws. All right. So, yeah, we need some mandatory stuff there, perhaps, if we wanted well, to they attack are. this. Right. We can come up with a list of things that may help. But, you know, and I guess universal background checks may or may not do anything against illegal drug or illegal gun activity. We talk about <laughs> sort of the gun show loophole, but that's primarily private citizens selling those guns anyway that aren't criminals. All right. To be continued, Stan, thank you so much for well, thanks, calling Stan. in. <laughs> Good one. Send us an email or a text, yeah. please. I appreciate Take care. that. I have a feeling he has more to say. Uh, Cindy, last caller before a quickie break. Go right ahead. Good morning, gentlemen. I thought there was an interesting uh, connection between something that President Biden said last night and a big decision that was made here in the Commonwealth yesterday. The uh, PASHI system, Board of Trustees, the State College's Board of Trustees, voted to consolidate some of the colleges. And why did they do that? Well, because there's a dramatic decline in enrollment. Thousands fewer students are using that low-cost system. Thousands of them using or making less use of it, opting instead to go to more expensive universities. And yet here's the president saying, free college for everybody. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) so the demand is declining. People are opting out of the low-cost system, but he wants to infuse billions of dollars of tax dollars into these systems that provide low-cost college. I I don't get it. I mean, obviously the consumer is not choosing that. Well, maybe he's referring to community colleges in the traditional fashion. I realize that you could use a two-year program at a, a conventional four-year school and turn it into a community college, and that might benefit, you know, Bloomsburg, Mansfield, and all the rest of these. But I think he was talking about community college, which, as you know, we have community colleges around here, too, and, of course, there's a big effort to create one in Sunbury. Right, and this is all redundant. We have we have over 120 colleges and universities in Pennsylvania, many of whom are are, uh, supported through large infusions of tax dollars that have no connection with attendance, enrollment, or their effectiveness, graduation rate. And it makes no sense to me, when you already have 120, that we need any more, number one. Number two, if people are not interested in using the low-cost thing, I, I don't think you're listening to what I'm saying, Mark. I don't draw a distinction between a community college versus a four-year institution, et cetera, et cetera. I don't. They're all higher education, post-high school education. So the touting of community college is that it's a low-cost alternative, yes or no? Well, I guess it's, uh, it's lower cost to the student. <laughs> it is, but not to the taxpayers because community colleges are supported through state tax dollars and local tax dollars. They'll have to raise our taxes in order to fund a community college locally. They have raised taxes across the Commonwealth on other communities, both through their public schools and through their counties, in order to send money to those community colleges. I get so, what you're, I get what you're saying. If I if no, I'm you hearing you, if Joe. I'm hearing you correctly, you're not, you're what not. you're saying is that rather than consolidate all these colleges, we need to find some way to increase the benefits we already have instead of adding new ones. No. Exactly. That's number one. <laughs> if you're not able to sell the product, why are you making more avenues to sell it when the demand does not exist? Number one. 
that's number one. Number two, I want to make it very clear that I wholeheartedly support the consolidation of these universities in PASHI. What they're consolidating are the administration, the overhead that provides no real value to the students. That's not in the classroom. That's not instruction. But it's a, a prohibitive cost growing ever more. And the best thing to do about that is to reduce that cost. You know, if you look around at businesses, you don't have the entire uh, administrative apparatus at every McDonald's. You don't have that down here at Boscoff's. They have a central core, and it administers these other uh, situations. And that's exactly what we should have in the PASHI system, a central administration that oversees these rather than this problem. I found it ironic in the, in the uh, article that I read online in the paper that they complained at Bloomsburg for having to help the other universities that are failing. And yet isn't that the theme of the progressives? If you're successful, you should have to decrease your resources and move them away from you and your family and give them to the failing institutions. That, I found it ironic that they were complaining about that. But, but that I want to make it very clear. I wholeheartedly support these consolidations. When you have thousands of fewer customers year after year, you have to do something radical. You just can't proceed down that lane. And, and, in, and I don't see funding school, we already have so many avenues for people to, who are of low income to attend higher education, many of them. If they make the right choices in terms of major, if they make the right choices about their attendance and their efforts in high school, many, many opportunities to get low cost. In fact, just this summer, once nope, again, we gotta, we Bloomsburg move on. is gotta offering 75% off, 75% off on college courses. How many people are going to take advantage of that? All right, we got Harry, you. Harry, step right up. Get <laughs> your free you. college education at reduced rates. Well, no, She's I right. I mean, you know, but here's the thing. I think we'd have been better off trying to increase the market. Look at our business here. If for some reason the economy hits and we can't sell too many commercials or as many as we did, do we close up shop or consolidate with another radio station, or do we try to find ways to expand the market? We get into things like the Internet. We look for innovative and creative solutions, which the management has done here and which the management of many companies is doing today. Can't you just raise ad prices? Well, you could do that, too, but then <laughs> you have even fewer people taking you up on it. All right. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. We're talking about President Biden's remarks, particularly in the last uh, moment, about higher education. The president's calling for two years of community college-level education for free for people. Then if individuals choose to go to a more expensive school somewhere, they would still have that option. Uh, we do not have any pending new emails related to this, but we have three texts. Well, we can read those on the radio, and we got a caller waiting. 1-800-795-9565. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. 
The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way. The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right, welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark last night. President Joe Biden said that he would like to see some common sense changes in gun laws, which he says would make us safer. So he's been talking about the idea of universal background checks and banning assault weapons altogether. So he said uh, this last night. I don't want to become confrontational, but we need more Senate Republicans to join the overall majority of Democratic colleagues and close the loopholes required in background check purchases of guns. We need a ban on assault weapons and high-capacity magazines. <laughs> ban assault weapons. We need, we need a ban on assault weapons and high-capacity magazines. Well, you Doesn't should be happy. Sharp. There was more than enough for you people that are arguing senility to go on. I mean, messed up a couple of words and uh, kind of prattled through a few well, other words. Past his bedtime. I mean, I can understand that. <laughs> I get pretty cranky when I'm past my bedtime, too. I've noticed that. <laughs> All right, 1-800-795-9565. Eric, thanks for waiting. You're on the mark. Thank you, gentlemen, for taking my call. Joe, you get cranky at 8.30 in the morning. What are you talking about? I know. Well, I have to work at it. (laughs) That's a good one. Uh, Gentlemen, um, I've been on the show several times uh, during the previous administration, and I I came on and I was concerned about deficits. I'm a Democrat. I think everyone knows that. But I'm concerned about deficits now here, too. Uh, I'm concerned about all the programs that President Biden is putting out there. Uh, the one on infrastructure, yes, I think it's needed. To the level he has it, I'm not sure. Uh, preschool uh, for kids, yes. Preschool and, and daycare for kids, yes, to allow uh, kids to get where they need to be. I can tell, from pers- I tell you from personal experience, my grandkids, who both were able to attend preschool, not free, but uh, uh, locally, um, they are doing work uh, in the first grade that I'm, I'm just amazed at. I mean, things that back in the 60s and 70s when I was in school, we didn't hit until maybe third or fourth grade. These kids need to be prepared so by the time they hit elementary school, they, are, they can hit the, the um, road running. And, and if we have an even playing service so everyone has the opportunity for these, these enrichment programs prior to hitting kindergarten, I think it helps prepare our students overall. Don't we have that, I'm Eric? Gonna, Eric, don't we have that already with Head Start? Uh, Isn't that only, what Head Start was for, intended to be? Head Start's only for those who are economically disadvantaged, though, or who have a, a, a disability. Because we used to, my program at with the Commonwealth used to liaison with the Head Start program, so they don't have it universally. If you are a working person and doing your best to make a living, you probably don't make, you probably make too much money for Head Start. What I'm saying is, we want to. I think we all agree we want to get people back to work, but to do that, we have to have a way where our children are also taken care of. Okay, now. I'm going to go the other way with this. Um, I'm going to do something I rarely do. I'm to, going to agree with what Cindy said. What? <laughs> with, a dip, with a caveat, though. And here, here's my perspective. Um, free college, free anything, we all know nothing is free. My concern is if we provide free anything, where is the person who is receiving those services, i.e., these, 
these uh, recently graduates or, or those pursuing college. Where is their skin in the game? Right. Just give it to them free. What is their uh, incentive to complete the program and get to the end? Or, or where's their incentive, you know? When I went to school, I went to Susquehanna back in the, in the uh, early 80s. I, I need the financial aid. Uh, Susquehanna is an expensive school. My parents couldn't afford to go, you know, uh, and I had loans. But I also had something called a work-study program, which still exists, and whereby my financial aid was provided. But for that financial aid, I had to work. In that case, I worked on campus in uh, the career development office, the admissions office. Kids did you know, worked in the cafeteria and so forth. So you worked you, in your hours, and that pay was then applied to your tuition. I think we need something like this where those who are going to be getting this education, I think we do need educational programs, have to have a skin in the game where it's not free, that they have to somehow work towards it. And everyone knows if you work for something, you feel much more dedicated to it. My parents, when I was growing up, never gave any of us a car, but they allowed us the opportunity to borrow their car to get a part-time job so we could save money to buy a car and then have and also cover our own insurance, thereby having transportation for us to continue that part-time job. You okay? missed. I respected that car because I bought it myself. It was my own sweat which provided me that car. It wasn't given to me. You missed and yesterday. I, you may have missed yesterday's program because that's exactly what Steve and I were talking about. I agree with you completely. If we give you something for free what does it mean to you? It doesn't mean anything. But if you have some skin in the game, you know, then it, it does mean something. Otherwise, we're just letting people, oh, man, it's free, I'll try it. Oh, okay, well, it didn't do it, didn't do okay. Right. So and what would prevent it from just becoming an extension of high school? But, and also, my thought was, well, what about the trades? You know, we need electricians and plumbers and, and people I to work for these systems. Yep. We need to have We need to have good developmental programs for nurses, like LPNs, uh, to then go on to RN. Uh, Geisinger is building a huge brand new school of nursing in conjunction with Bloomsburg University for school of nursing right there on campus. Mm-hmm. One which existed for many, many years. In fact, my aunt went there. Uh, and to, to grow nurses. Absolutely. Uh, our our uh, infrastructure needing for like uh, refrigeration, heating, plumbing, all the carpentry. I mean, all these things. I think our kids get a good start and can get a good start in tech school, like Sun Area Tech, <laughs> but to have enhanced programs to allow them to then have a certification so they can then hit Uh-oh. the job. Eric, you know, hit running yeah. with something Eric, like Eric, we have a problem. Yeah, we have a problem. One of our texters says, wow, Eric is going to lose his progressive card if he keeps talking like a conservative on college education. <laughs> this is not good, Eric. Losing no, this his, isn't. If you need another minute, call back. It's going to have to register libertarian or republican in the next election all right stay tuned folks we're going to continue this discussion we have more excerpts of the great speeches last night and we'll continue hosting your calls this is wdk okay sunbury news radio 1070 wkok presents on the mark it's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the susquehanna valley Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. 
Greetings, welcome on board. Double to KOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. We would very much love to hear from you today. We're talking about President Biden's address to the joint session of the U.S. Congress with about 200 people on board. A lot of empty seats, a lot of sleeping Republicans. They kept showing pictures of Absolutely uh, no Ted reason. Cruz doing head bobs. Absolutely no reason for them to be that few people in there to, in today's world. Uh, as far as you know, on the mark sponsored by the Sunbury I'm Motor. Sure. On the mark sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. We'll have more to say about them shortly. But toll-free line open 1-800-795-9565. Did you love what you heard from the president yesterday talking about uh, all the national issues? We'd love to hear from you. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com and you can text us at uh, 70236 and uh, that would be the text Connect system where you sign up on the Connect With Us phase of the WKOK.com page. Give us your cell phone or pager number and we'll send you breaking national news or local news, closed roads, tornadic weather, you name it, weather alerts, whatever we need, or dead celebrities every once in a while. Somebody, everybody knows uh, passes. We get to pass that along in the dead celebrity category of Text Connect. 70236 is the pl- reply mode. Of course, if you got the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app, you can use the reply mode for that as well and send us a text right from the app. Some brief news headlines. Two elements of good news came out yesterday from the State Department of Health. First, the statewide number of new cases of COVID-19 is going now uh, now about 3,600 cases instead of over 4,000 in the previous days. Statewide hospitalizations are down to about 2,500. You know, we've been up above uh, 3,000 on various occasions. Fear of a Centralia-type mine fire may have been on the minds of a group of local leaders and others who gathered this week at an illegal dump site and coal pit that caught fire recently. Waste tires and other discarded items are still smoldering in an old coal pit and mine in Zerby Township, Northumberland County. Officials from the county and DEP met to take further action to decide what they're going to do to make sure that fire does not spread. As for the joint session of U.S. Congress and the President's remarks, U.S. Senator Pat Toomey says Biden's call for unity has rung hollow. Senator Bob Casey says these plans are what will allow our country to build back better. Congressman Fred Keller said in his first 100 days as President Joe Biden has demonstrated he cares more about appeasing the far left than working to benefit and unite our country. Congressman Dan Muser says, quote, tonight President Biden laid out an extreme left-wing policy wish list that will raise taxes, stifle economic growth, and increase Americans' dependence on the government, unquote. There's a worker shortage around here. Part of the problem might be the juicy unemployment benefits that folks get to stay away from work. For over a year, we've been sort of duty-bound to remind folks, if you are offered employment and you're currently on unemployment, if you don't take that employment, that's insurance fraud. Is it possibly with a handful of folks? Sure. But I'm not going to suggest that folks are knowingly breaking the law. Older workers, he says, also may have a disincentive to return to work from their retirement systems. He also says we are educating people to positions which don't exist anymore. And he says some parents are forced to stay out of the workforce because they must uh, stay home with children during the virtual learning that is uh, taking place these days. As you heard Cindy mention, the State Board of Pennsylvania System of Higher Education voted Wednesday to advance a plan that would merge six of the 14 universities into two 
new institutions. Bloomsburg, Mansfield, and Lockhaven would join up with one administration for the three schools. California, Clarion, and Edinburgh would join to become another. In case you didn't catch it, that 14-year-old from Schuylkill County, her attorneys argued in front of the U.S. Supreme Court yesterday that she should have free speech and should not have been suspended from the Mahanoy Area School District cheerleading team after she had a profanity-laced rant on Snapchat several years ago. She said, quote, it was nerve-wracking, but like I was excited that it went this far, unquote. Uh, she said she was aggravated that the school stepped outside their boundaries into her home uh, to try to control the thoughts and minds of young people. And in western Pennsylvania, the Pittsburgh Tribune Review is reporting that the Allegheny County Executive, which is the same as sort of the executive director of the county there, Rich Fitzgerald, is encouraging sports and entertainment venues to create special sections for vaccinated spectators following a proposal by the Penguins to create such a section for fans. Quote, I would encourage all of our sports teams, all of our venues, theaters, the opera, the symphony, the playhouse, etc., to go ahead and think about the same thing. The goal would create a special section of seating for individuals to sit uh, fewer than six feet apart without masks if and only if they have proven without a doubt that they have been vaccinated. Well, that's true. They should do that, and they should be in the very, very front row, too. They should be the absolute positive best seats in the house. That's for folks who are wisely getting the vaccination. If you choose not to, you foolishly get the back row, and that's where you have to hang. Okay? All right. Are you okay, buddy? You don't like I'm that idea, I'm trying to decide whether I'm in the back row or the front row. I think I'm in the front row. <laughs> yeah, I've been you're front row. You get to go. If you, ever, right. if you ever went to a public event, sporting event, theater, or ever went anywhere, you'd be in the front row. No, actually, we prefer the back row in the theater. Do you? Okay. It's up high, and you can see, and, and no one usually sits in front of you. Well, that's the middle row is up high. You want the middle rows. No, All right. 1-800-795-9565, upper right-hand corner, Joe. It says, does anyone have any reference to which intelligence agency claims white supremacy is our biggest national threat? Biden said such. Mm, I don't think the agencies have said it. Different eggheads in, Her in Washington have said it. I think the president has said it. I don't know that any of the agencies have said that. Well, we know Tim Scott didn't say it. All right. Because he's right. Cindy, you're on the mark. Go right ahead. One minute. Let me tell everyone, sit down, please, because you're going to be shocked. I agreed with President Biden when he said that federal dollars that subsidize things should go to American jobs, that those, that dollar should be targeted at American jobs and not be funding overseas ventures. But he finished this by saying they should be making windmills in Pittsburgh, not in China. And here's where I draw, draw an important point. Governor Rendell subsidized, used our money, our tax dollars, to subsidize a Spanish company called Gamesia, who built windmills here in Pennsylvania right up until Governor Rendell stopped giving them money. And then do you know what they did? Hmm. They shuttered the plants. No. <laughs> they walked away from Pennsylvania. Even, and so basically, they just sucked us dry. You know, they just used us up and then moved on. And, uh, you know, that is the fallacy when the government gets involved in doing these kinds of things, from my point of view. These are not lasting things. And basically, the Pennsylvania taxpayers paid millions of dollars to subsidize those jobs 
All right, we got you. Thank you so much. Interesting point. Thank you, Cindy. Appreciate that. Uh, Upper right-hand corner, please. We will protect you from gun violence. We will protect you from a virus. We will take from the wealthy and give you free money, college, and other stuff to the rest. We will take care of you. Is this still America? Give me back the country that lets its people provide for themselves, come from nothing, and to succeed by hard work and determination. I'll put up any president with any, I'll put up with any president who may be a little arrogant and unpolished over this socialist joke of an administration any day. All right. Signed by Doug. One texter agrees. Checked off there. Said Biden sounded like a petulant, whiny little kid last night. Joseph, you're on the mark. Yes, uh, it seems that we don't learn from history, and if you don't learn from history, you're bound to make the same mistakes. And I I had said this before, but in 1913, one German mark was the equivalent to 25 cents, one quarter U.S. currency. If you had it in the bank in 1913, went to draw it out in 19, or excuse me, uh, 1923, it was worth. In other words, one quarter, it took two or one trillion marks to buy one U.S. quarter. One trillion. That's a zero. That's a one with 12 zeros behind it. All right. Example. If you had 500,000 marks in the bank and went to draw it out 10 years later in 1913, went to draw it out, it should have been worth 125,000 U.S. dollars as purchasing goods but it was worth less than a penny. Now, I say this to all people uh, roughly my age. I guess I'm a baby boomer. I was born in 1941, maybe a little earlier. But uh, I worked all my life. And, and when I say worked, I, my father had a coal business. I was working with him. And when I was about eight, nine years old, I would sell pumpkins. I'd shovel sidewalks. I, I collected old newspapers and sold them and iron. And uh, I, I did that to make money. And I saved my money. And when I got to became an adult, I saved my money. And I have, I have some uh, retirement and I have money saved. But here's the point. That's going to be wiped out. Uh, our savings, inflation is what it does. It kills your savings. If you're on a fixed income, and a lot of people are just living off of Social Security or either a little bit of savings that it has, it's just wiped out. And I see that even now. I'm drawn into my savings to pay bills. Uh, you know, uh, the Social Security doesn't keep up, you know. But uh, yeah. it's a terrible thing, and they don't realize what they're doing. Everybody wants something free. I understand that. Is there anything? Can inflation be stopped? Right. Yeah, you stop it spending cannot, and printing money. You continue to print money. Right. Uh, look at yeah. these other countries, for instance. So look that at the would peso. work. Okay. Uh, my wife went back to Vietnam, and she was amazed. At, I, I think it's 100,000 uh, of their currency units to buy uh, a $2 item. It was crazy, you know? And, and that's what it does. And by okay. the way, look what brought in Adolf Hitler, a failing economy. And what's going to bring in what they call the Antichrist? A failing economy. There's going to be a dictatorship. Number two, I, I'd like you. I uh, just want to quote the scripture here in Revelation chapter six. It says, uh, uh, "In that time, in the future, that it'll take a day's wages." Now it doesn't say that. It says one uh, measure of wheat for a denarii, a penny, and that was a day's wages back then for a loaf of bread. In other words, a measure of wheat was equivalent to a loaf of bread today, and a day's wages back then. That's what it's going to take. 
So you're talking about a hundred dollars. The average wage, I don't know, a day is about a hundred bucks a day. A hundred bucks for a loaf of bread? Yes. Okay. So we, we I think a hundred bucks a day is a little above what people are actually getting. So we can stop inflation if we just stop printing money. Well, well if you take what's taken off for unemployment and other things and income tax, it's probably a hundred dollars a day. You know, uh, gotcha. a day's wages. All we right. don't get that in our pocket. No, of course not. <laughs> the problem. And look, look how long you've got to pay uh, income tax now. It's what's the date? Uh, you work free for the government? I think it's May something. You pay the month of May. Mm-hmm. I forget what they call yeah. that tax freedom day. I don't yeah. know where it is uh, this year. Yeah, it's but the bottom. Yeah, the bottom it keeps moving up, moving up. In other words, uh, <laughs> your savings are just going to be wiped out. Right. All right. Thank and, you so much. The Joseph. bottom line is, yep, if the government, the, the other thing is, the government spends more and more money. They put more and more of these programs in. Where do they get this money? They borrow it. And what happens when you borrow money? You have to pay it back. What? And how do you no, pay it back? You pay it go. back by having a, some kind of financial plan and an interest no. rate. Borrowing so is borrowing free money. one dollar today might cost you fifty dollars in the long run. One of our listeners agrees and says no one will be able to afford red meat when Biden's done with hyperinflation, says Mike. Well, and he wants us to kill all the cows anyway. Right. He doesn't want you to have any beef anyway. That's right. Which is untrue. All right. 1-800-795-9565. We got some text messages awaiting, so we'll read those on the air. Uh, No new emails. Right. No new emails. Just leftover ones, which if we don't get to them today, we'll delete them. So dozens and dozens of emails went unread while Joe was in the catbird seat. Well, I'm sorry. We got busy yesterday. No argument there. Hey, good for you. Sounded like a great show. I'm can't wait to go back and listen to it. 1-800-795-9565 is the open line. Stand by. Eric, you're going to be next up. we got texts and no emails, so email us at onthemarketwkok.com. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. We have to come together to rebuild trust between law enforcement and the people they serve, to root out systemic racism in our criminal justice system, and to enact police reform in George Floyd's name that passed the House already. All right. Uh, President Biden last night addressing a joint session of the U.S. Congress. What's your view on his remarks that we've got to do? address systemic racism in our criminal justice system. One of our listeners offers a correction to me. Nope, not there. Here, here, here. Says, hey, Mark, there is a difference between systemic and systematic. Uh, I was walking through the living room and heard that. Please understand, I'm not trying to be critical. I don't think you'd want to make that kind of an error. Oh, yeah, he'd be quite happy making that kind of error. (laughs) 
Thank you, Joe. Yeah, Joe's my spokesman, and uh, he says uh, I have to do what Joe says. Well, I guess Joe Biden, thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Uh, thanks for sending the note. Yeah, we're talking about systemic racism. That uh, I, I, Since we can't agree on whether or not there's systemic racism or not, I think we should just move on and fix the racists that are carrying out policies and making decisions there and doing you things. That would, that would probably be much easier. Uh, we do not have any current emails. Send uh, an email to on the WKOK.com. We got one caller ready for his last uh, minute on the show. So we'll take that in a moment. We have one other uh, text at 70236, but we'd love to hear from you. 1 800 795 9565 is our telephone number. You look confused over oh, there. <laughs> the president said earlier, I just heard a, a little passing remark on Fox that he was going to talk longer at some presentation, but he declined to do so because his handlers would, would he'd get Use in trouble. Word, he, handlers. No, I think he said, I better go now. If I stay longer, I'm going to get myself in trouble, or they're going to get me in trouble, or something like that, to indicate that somebody else was making all the decisions and deciding what the remarks were. So Fox was having a field day on that. Well, I can understand why. But I think that is true for for most men. If you're surrounded by ultra-smart women, that if you just keep on talking, it's only going to lead to trouble. Well, you need to have a purpose for your talk. Just <laughs> rambling doesn't really cut it. <laughs> well, that's me. All right, 1-800-795-95. Eric, you get uh, 60 seconds of fame. Go right ahead. <laughs> Thank you, or infamy, as, as some of the uh, people texting in would say. Well, what happened to our country where you could have a centralist view on things and have independent thought, as, as I expressed this morning, and then uh, without being saying, do we have to be far right or far left? That's not what our country was built upon. I think we need to be bringing people together to get these things done, but I think in a responsible and a thoughtful way, but not for saying, oh, I'm going to lose my, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not a true liberal. I'm actually rather conservative, but I'm a conservative person who also believes in helping people. And as far as Joseph is concerned, he doesn't speak for all Christians. Um, uh, Christians are supposed to be helping those who need help. Uh, Christ said about helping the widow, the orphans, uh, those who are downtrodden. And uh, I think uh, Democrats are trying to do that. Too far? Maybe, maybe, but uh, I think we're trying to follow what we were we were taught taught in Sunday school and taught in church. Well, if you, but I, I, let me, uh, as, as a Christian, let me argue with that. That simply, I I don't think you should use your government to carry out your charity if you feel as though the widow. I, I couldn't agree with you wholeheartedly, but what has happened in our society? <laughs> our churches used to take care of these things. When our churches were senseless to our lives, in the Catholic Church, the Catholic Church and, and the Protestant churches, we had orphanages, we had schools, we had the ability. But that has gone away because America has, has gone away from, from being a one country under God. So what, what does it fall to then? That point, it falls to someone to help out, and it's the government. I think it's the I other way around. If our churches would be able to do that, but... Eric, I, I think it's the other way around. I think I think that the, Thank we, you, we have Thanks decided that government in. should solve these problems, not religious institutions. You know, the religious institutions did a lot during the Great Depression, but we decided that the Democrats largely decided, no, we need government to take a more active role. And, and so the New Deal was created, and all these social programs came in to help people through a tough time. I guess what they found was that the churches just didn't pick up all the slack. You know, but I agree with you. That would be wonderful if we practice Christian charity um, or Jewish charity. I and mean, Jewish people are certainly very charitable as well. 
Well, and I think this is the big picture is that churches couldn't possibly do anything even remotely close to the kind of help that the government is doing for people. I mean, raising up right. entire the classes of can't people in medica- medical care. And churches can't print money that isn't backed by anything. Housing and job training and, you know, helping the widow and orphan has become... <laughs> How yeah. many orphans are there these days? <laughs> None. They've all been adopted. So, all right. Just kidding. All right. 1-800-795-9565. We are really kind of dissecting and remarking on President Biden's remarks last night, and we would love to hear your view on this. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Lance, thanks for calling in. You're on the mark. Yeah, welcome back. Thank you. Just got so I can talk because I got my foot out of my mouth from yesterday. I wow. really pulled a real boner. <laughs> He'll hmm. tell you all about it. And uh, I apologize okay. to everybody. Now, when uh, our president was uh, talking about, you know, the mass shootings, and he said eight people here killed and seven there and the whole thing, you realize in the first five days of this year, drunken drivers killed that many people first five days and yet we're having another drink till you drop here starting them up again i think everybody needs to be careful when they realize drink till you drop what what event is that <laughs> well that well, thing up there in Milton. Pump, no? we have one over here at barrysburg there's one up there in melton well, it's a beer festival. It doesn't mean you drink till you drop. No, just the opposite. You ever go there? <laughs> no. You ever, you ever well, see those people? For, yeah, but I think over. those people would drink till they drop on the weekend, whether there's a festival or not. This way they do some fundraising, and there are limitations. Yeah, okay. Well, but uh, anyway, here if we take alcohol, tobacco, and firearms, which kills the most people per day? <laughs> oh, well, that's an easy one. All right, well, it's, it's uh, about average over five years even. There's like 97 with guns, which is horrific. That's suicides and people that were shot by police that were really, you know, crooks. 97 uh, per day? Yeah. Per day. 97 yeah. people die from gun violence in the U.S. or gun play well, of one so, sort or uh, another each day. Yeah, in other words, it's accidents. It's uh, suicides. Folks that were, yeah, suicides. Everything. Everybody ever died from a gunshot wound. 97 um, a day. Yeah. And it's 287 from alcohol. And 1,300 from tobacco. Isn't that amazing? Well, no. people don't die from smoking a cigarette. I mean, <laughs> they do die from getting hit by a bullet. You know, it takes a lifetime of smoking or an extended period of time before your health deteriorates. Smoke. So to well, say somebody of died of smoking is ridiculous. Somebody died of something other than smoking that may have been triggered by smoking. 1,300 a day from tobacco. 480,000. Okay. And that is something there, which is kind of, kind of wild every year. But... Uh, when you talk about uh, infrastructure, okay, what he is uh, assuming is that, well, you take picks and shovels, you see, you put them out in your backyard, and then you expect someone there to dig you a swimming pool, okay, and not only to dig it for you, but to pay you for doing it, because he, when he puts the big taxes on the job creators, cutting their legs out from under them. Now, our economy doesn't depend on the people who are already rich. It depends on the people who are striving to get there. 
And when you remove that incentive, well, you're shooting yourself in the foot. And also the big lie he told was about the Reagan administration. He said about the supply side doesn't work. Well, during those eight years, we doubled the amount of money coming into the uh, federal coffers. Doubled it. Of course, the Democratic uh, House didn't have any trouble spending it. <laughs> but then we talk about inflation. During that time, your actual purchasing power went up by 9%. So if you could do that all the time, a person, let's say, retires at 67, would have twice as much in real dollar terms than when he, the person that retired the day he was born. See what I mean? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that's, that's a lot. And yet he said that it doesn't work. That's a kind of weird, isn't it? I guess. I don't know. You're covering so much ground here. So it's hard to argue. One of our good listeners sends a note about the the uh, tobacco, firearms, and uh, alcohol. alcohol remarks. Uh, the, the beauty is I can only kill myself with tobacco and alcohol with firearms that kill other people. Well, now oh, Lance no. is going to object to that because if you're drinking and driving, you can well, kill somebody. Sure. I think there's secondhand no. smoke and victims of alcohol-related crashes. Sure, that's a factor. Oh, oh my goodness. Uh, there's 3,500 people killed on the highway by folks who were drinking and killed somebody else just on the highway. Every year. Yeah, every year. There's another 1,500 who were killed by people in an alcohol-fueled rage. So you don't tell me that it doesn't <laughs> affect people. Okay, we won't right? convince you. All right, thank you so much, Lance. Thanks for the call. Have you bet. Okay, bye. 1-800-795-9565 on the topic of racism. Right. If there is systemic racism in the major institutions of this nation, it would be racism by the progressive left, which control the major institutions. But, you know, what amazed me last night... Uh, actually, that continues. ...is immediately... Oh, I'm sorry, it does? Another oh, In major cities, Biden has been a part of this system for 50 years, so what's up with the racist left? Just asking. Yeah, I think the racism is definitely... Uh, thanks for pointing that out, Saint. Is definitely a bipartisan issue. The Republicans have run things that had uh, racists in it, and again, not calling well, like attention last to night. systemic, or uh, Democrats have been in charge on things that of things that had racism in it. Great story this morning. Uncle Tim trended on Twitter last night as left-wing users flooded the site with a racial slur against Senator Tim Scott, a Republican <laughs> of South Carolina, <laughs> following his rebuttal to President Biden's address to Congress. Scott, who is black, declared the United States is not a racist country, while noting he had encountered racism in his life. Some of it, he said, came from the left in the form of being called an Uncle Tom, a derogatory phrase for blacks who were viewed as too deferential to whites. His rhetoric infuriated some progressives, and Twitter placed Uncle Tim on its trending topics as more tweets relayed the insulting, racially charged play on his name. Among them was former MSNBC host Touré Neblet. 
Conservatives erupted as it became clear that Twitter was allowing a racially charged attack to appear on its trending section. They cut off President Trump, but they're going to allow the, uh, Tim Scott to be black or to be insulted for being a black man. All right, so let's let's and daring to think differently than as he's supposed to think. <laughs> if there's any way we can do this, let's make sure that we focus on the name calling and and the the uh, description of the division and the abyss that we're in, rather than solve any of this. Let's make sure that we have the biggest argument about what we are instead of really as a nation who we are or what we're doing. Let's just make sure. Yeah, if Uncle Tim is in hot water, it's by his own doing. I assure you of that. Really? Uh, and Joy Reid last year kept referring on, uh, on the program. I forget what program she's on. Uh, she kept referring. Oh, she's on MSNBC. She kept referring, referring to Clarence Thomas as Uncle Clarence. <laughs> Brother. So in other words, if you, are, if you dare to be black and to be conservative or disagree with the way you're supposed to think, the left just goes insane. Well, some of these people have a mind of their own. Well, they, they, that should stop at How once. How about that? <laughs> All right, 1-800-795-9565. One of our listeners is in favor of Jim Crow laws, KKK, segregation, all creations of... Democrats. Democrats. All right. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Going to take a quickie break, but before we do that, we implore you, call us now, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com or text us at 70236. I want to talk to you about a truck that I have uh, driven. It was the one that even Joe talked about. He was really taken by this antimatter blue color, which is that dark blue, sort of metal, metallic, uh, flaky, uh, carbonized, gray-accented color. But anyway, this is a great truck. It's got the 360-degree camera package, which I call it the little drone that follows you all over to make sure that you're not hitting things, keeps you in your lane. And, of course... Uh, parlays into adaptive cruise if you're going down the highway. I just love using the cruise control going down the highway and setting that adaptive cruise on uh, five or six car spaces in front of me and setting the eco mode at, uh, I want to make sure that as often as possible I'm getting 26 miles to the gallon or higher. Just went down to Harrisburg and back with the truck and got 27 miles per gallon on the highway, of course, and uh, 19 in the city. It's got the EcoBoost V6 and the start-stop technology that's going to help that even more. Of course, I'm enamored, but haven't yet used a 400-watt power outlet in the back of the bed. It's got built-in navigation. It's got Ford Copilot 360 Assist. That's where the adaptive cruise comes in, where you kind of set it to stay a great distance away. It can automatically slow down the car if the speed limit changes and uh, or truck, and it's just a super truck. And the one I'm talking about, $44,000. Just a fabulous deal at the Sunbury Motor Company. So you can't do any better than that, Sunbury Motor Company, sunburymotors.com. We will be right back. We're waiting for more callers, 1-800-795-9565. Email us at onthemarkatwkok.com. In 2015, after the shooting of Walter Scott, I wrote a bill to fund body cameras. Last year, after the deaths of Breonna Taylor and George Floyd, I built an even bigger police reform proposal. But my Democratic colleagues blocked it. 
All right. That is Senator Tim Scott, or as you said, derogatorily referred to last night as... Uncle Tim. Uncle Tim. Because he dares to think differently than he's supposed to. I mean, the progressives know how a black person is supposed to think, and he doesn't think that way. I got you. All right. This starts up here, then jumps down to here. Okay. Children aren't born racist. They are taught racism by adults. If people would look past skin color and look at a person's character and actions, things would be different in this country. For For some reason, the left wants to continuously divide this country by race, they haven't any end goal in mind. I'm afraid their goal is not good for America. All right. Yep. Uh, racism is caused by the left. No argument there. All right. Dan, you are the next caller. Uh, then Lance will be next with his one minute of fame. Go right ahead. Hey, good morning, fellas. Well, I often said this. I, it's no accident that we're that every day we're being told we're a racist country and it's no accident that right now inflation is going to go through the roof because this is exactly what the far left wants. What they want to do is destroy freedom as we know it. They, they call it a democracy. Well, that's all right, but it's actually a republic. And they, they disdain our republic. They don't think we deserve it. We're not worthy. And so they want to take it down. And that's why every day they want to spend more money, spend more money, and why er- every day racists, where they imply that we're the most racist country there ever was, if you listen to them. And we're the most unracist country there ever was. If you listen to Tim Scott, he nailed it. And what a great man he is. He told the truth, and he's black. So it's no accident. And it's all in the program, as your caller said. It's in the program of Antichrist, is what we're heading towards. And if that's why Trump was hated so bad. He was bringing us back to some common sense, but they called him a racist every day of his life. Least racist pre- one of the least racist presidents we ever had. But they put tag, put that tag on him, put it on Tim Scott. If you're black and conservative, you're an Uncle Tom. And it's exactly to cause division, or maybe a revolution, where they can control the masses in this beautiful country. Charles Manson. What was his helter-skelter? Wanted to create a race riot? Okay. That was yep. his goal. I'm not saying the Democrats are yeah, Charles Manson. All the way back to what you said at the beginning, that uh, Democrats or liberals or the left wants to take away all freedoms. I just think that's a silly. I, I think in a, in a certain way, uh, Democrats are for freedoms. For example, we want fewer laws that relate to 
marijuana and things. So that's you know. So the laws related well, to gun control, right? Well, that may be true. Yeah, right. No, I think it, it is a balance. But I think that's the same on political parties. You know, I think Republicans want more restrictions on some things and fewer sure. on other things. Just like um, um, I think part of the minimum wage discussion. It sounds like a greater, you know, more laws if the minimum wage w- was required to go higher. But I really think the the goal is to create some more freedom of opportunity for for people who earn less than the minimum well who are who don't earn a living wage because the minimum wage is set so low as it is right at the moment so uh, also i think uh, democrats want more people to be free to vote the republicans are more restrictive and in free voting to walk across the border unmolested and come into our country <laughs> well, and then that's spread disease that's not <laughs> ideal yeah that's obviously not a good one if that's a progressive idea which i don't think that's exactly worded that way as a plank well, in the president Democratic biden Party. last night called for the pathway for 11 million uh, citizens well, failed to Turns mention out the there catastrophe 23, we're enjoying right yeah, 23 now, million anyway. probably but I, I i have no problem with that you know creating some kind of a pathway for those who are here provided we stop them from coming across the border so that we have the same problem going forward it's 22 million today what is it 64 million next time 3800 million the time after that we need to if we need to give them a pathway to citizenship then we need to make sure that we don't allow any more undocumented undocumented immigrants i won't say illegal immigrants undocumented or illegals undocumented migrants <laughs> from entering the country are people illegal uh dan go ahead keep continue please well that all sounds great but <laughs> the more immigrants they bring in if they if you don't have to register to vote you just walk in willy-nilly they, they can get they'll all vote democratic and I don't think it's the lip. I don't blame this on the liberal necessarily. I blame it on the far left, the far out lefties that want to destroy what we have here because we they feel we don't deserve it. We should be like the rest of the world, and that's where they want to bring us to through inflation. And if they can cause riots. And and they keep talking. Even Biden brought it up last night. He called it an insertion into the Capitol building. They will no, not insurrection. let up. Yeah, the insurrection. Simple you mean. riot. It's simple. It was an insertion, it, too. People inserted themselves into the Capitol. Right. For some of the people that were involved in it, it was an insurrection. For all of them, not necessarily, I guess. And, and, that, and that's, you know... That to me, the longer this goes on, them people look like the real patriots that want to save the the republic, the ones in there. To me, that's how it's looking. Well, you don't need look, time for that, though. I mean, we knew in advance that these were people that wanted wanted to go in and disrupt the government. And you know, if if you are of that mindset, you've always looked at them as patriots. They're not becoming more popular as time goes on. You know, that sliver of individuals, hundreds of people that have been arrested, they're right. they're they're not being raised up as martyrs, being held for foolish reasons or anything. People are yeah. widely for the prosecution of them. No, because the left-wing press degrades them every okay. day. You, you can't go a day without them bringing up the insertion. It was a simple riot. It was people sick and tired of being sick and tired of the of that group. And I'm and I identify with the Trump voters. 
<laughs> that hey, we were met, we were degraded every day he was in office. They call us racist. And I don't know one Trump voter that was ever a racist, but the left wing paints us all one color. They're causing this division deliberately. They deliberately want to cause division in this country. All right, we got to stop you there. And you guys have a great You too, Dan. Take care. Hey, thank you so much. All right, 1-800-795-9565, upper right-hand corner, and then the uh, text. Our friend Tom says, more nonsense. Biden said trickle-down doesn't work, and it doesn't. Reagan tripled the national debt. Fact I'll give Biden a 9 out of 10 for his speech. Immigration is his big problem. The Republican response was pathetic, full of lies. I guess we will all have to stop drinking or driving, according to Lance. Okay, and, and uh, here, starts and, here. Uh, no, Joe, no pathway to citizenship for any illegals in this country. They should not be rewarded for violating our border and laws. That 11 million number has never has been used for the last 20 or 30 years. Do you really think that it's accurate? No, I just said I think it's probably more like 22, 23 million. It's probably double that. But you know, the simple fact to our texter is that how do we, we can't deport uh, we couldn't find, much less deport, 11 million people in any reasonable amount of time. So what we, it's what they call a fait accompli. We have to deal with it. It's here. You know, there's nothing we can do to undo it at this point, uh, short of finding everybody and throwing them out of the country. 1-800-795-9565. we got one call waiting, another one coming in. 1-800-795-9565. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Did he address the border crisis? No. Did he de- address the uh, crisis of the debt? No. Did he address inflation that's happening? Look at gasoline prices, food prices. I mean, he talks a nice game. He's, you know, just like his inauguration, but he doesn't want to solve any problems. We want, we've got to solve problems. There you go. That was Senator Rick Scott on CBS in a panel discussion after the president's remarks uh, last night. Yeah, aptly pointing out that he really needed to talk about the border crisis. How can you talk for 11, uh, an hour and 11 minutes about the issues in the U.S. and not mention the U.S. border? Because it's a mess he made and he doesn't know how to yeah, clean it up. Can't you just say, hey, look, we got a big pickle down there. Let's fix it, <laughs> you know, or something. Or, I mean, you could have outlined well, what... Kamala won't go anywhere near it. Well, that's another topic. But honestly, I just think... You should have addressed it and say, look, this is these are the issues as I see them. This is what we've already done, and this is what we're going to do. They still aren't letting the media in to see these camps. Okay, the- so that's one of the issues. You know, we got to get that back into opened up. That's not... Uh 
uh, right or fair. Anybody could recognize that. So, yeah, this uh, I don't know. I just, President Biden's remarks had left a lot to be desired, in my opinion, last night. All right. Uh, Lance has been waiting for one minute. So go ahead, sir. You get 60 seconds. Go right ahead. Okay. You should remember that Reagan was working with a veto-proof Congress, and they had the purse strings. So that's what happened there. Even though he doubled the revenues, they spent it that whole lot more. They went along but, with it, right. Well, well and, no. and no president, whether it's Trump or Biden or Obama, nobody does. They don't increase their, their deficit on their own. They, they get Congress to help them. <laughs> well, no. No. Anyway... They had the purse strings, and Reagan couldn't do anything about it. They had to, it was veto-proof, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, okay, uh, when it was, we're talking about the uh, suicides with guns. That's two-thirds of all gun deaths are suicides, and the fellow who mentioned about the alcohol, that that's basically a suicide that they are committing. So um, half of all the non-suicide gun deaths are due to the drug trade, gun de- or uh, drug deals that went wrong. I got you. Are okay. persons that are doing that. All so right, that we got to go. We got another caller waiting. Thank okay, you so much, ahead. Lance. Thank you, thank you, okay. thank you. Chris, you're on the mark. Go right ahead. Yeah, speaking as one of the ones to destroy America, <laughs> I re- re- resented that Dan calls me out like that. <laughs> you should not try to destroy America. Old deplorable Dan, who got so upset about being called deplorable, he calls me communist and socialist and all sorts of names, and I want to destroy America, and I want to divide America. Oh, the guy who wants to make Christianity an official religion of the United States. You're a bad boy, Chris. (laughs) Trying to destroy you. You're a bad boy. (laughs) And Scott, I thought, gave a half-decent speech. Actually, okay, but uh, you know, he started out with some very nice things, and he wasn't going to point fingers. And then, about a third of the way through, he started pointing fingers the rest of the way. (laughs) (laughs) You noticed that too, didn't you? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, nobody's going to do any uh, nonpartisan rebuttal. And trickle down doesn't work. And uh, at least, uh, especially the way it's done today, and if if, uh, spending money you don't have uh, is is certain doom for a government, then Reagan doomed us too. (laughs) He ran against the debt and talked big about it, but did he do anything about it? Yeah, he doubled or tripled it. (laughs) Joe had to stand up there. Actually, it was during Reagan's administration that we crossed a trillion dollars in debt for the first time. Yeah, and I don't know whether, uh, I don't know, somehow the veto-proof, I don't know if they had a veto-proof majority, but maybe I'm wrong on that. Maybe the first term they did, the first half of the first term, you, you, you remember, Joe? I believe they did, but President uh, President Reagan right to me. he worked he worked with Tip O'Neill, and so the two of them had a good relationship, and, and that seemed to help. I'm not even sure whether it was sixty or sixty-seven at that point that you needed to be veto-proof. Call back to finish tomorrow, Chris. Thank you so much Take for care, checking Chris. in. But yeah, call yep. back first thing tomorrow. I need to call tomorrow. <laughs> All right, I won't be here to help you, oh, but Ben man. will be. Well, Ben will be here. He's a lightning rod for 
good progressive remarks. So he'll be here. Yes, we'll enjoy open phones tomorrow. So give us a buzz. 1-800-795-9565. Write it down. You'll need it tomorrow. This is WDK. Okay, Sunbury.